listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. I have missed you all so much. Thank you so much for being patient, waiting for this new On the Right Road episode while we had to postpone because of all of the California wildfires last month. Oh, my goodness. It's just time for a whole lot of happiness in our country and in our world. So tonight's show is going to be all about finding happiness for so many reasons. This topic has really been on my heart just with everything going on in our own backyards and in the world, happiness just seems harder to find in general lately. Uh, my son and I uh, even went to a theme park a couple of weeks ago, and this might seem like a lighthearted example, but we even noticed there that people didn't look happy throughout the whole day. We actually started looking for smiles, and I'm not exaggerating to say that just about the only smiles we found were coming from us. It, it was the park was just packed with people. We actually couldn't figure out why there were so many people there on that particular day, but you could hardly walk through anywhere. Toddlers were crying everywhere. It, parents were frustrated. And in thinking about it, I just think it's indicative of the times. Happiness is becoming more and more elusive in our lives, and we've got to find it again. It's like that movie from many years ago, remember called City Slickers? The wife tells Billy Crystal's character to go find his smile again. And that line has always stuck with me. And that's what tonight is going to be all about. Helping us all and our children find our smiles and helping us learn to hold on to them and live in an overall joy-filled, happy life, no matter what. Because challenges are always going to happen. We're human. Things are never perfect. But I, you know what? I don't think happiness is meant to be found in perfection or only during those top of the mountain, you know, amazing experiences and accomplishment. I think happiness is meant to be found in the day-to-day, in those small moments and in kind of the cracks of life. <laughs> Sounds good, right? So to start the smiles flowing this evening, I have some surprise on the Right Road Teacher Listener shout-outs this evening. Typically, I ask you all who's listening and then pick some shout-outs from all of you who respond. But tonight, I'm going to give a shout-out to some of you who always let me know you're listening. These are just a handful of you wonderful Right Road teacher friends who tend to always respond to everything Right Road. And and you just bring so many smiles to my days. And, oh, my gosh, I, <laughs> I notice every comment and every message each one of you amazing Right Road teachers send me. <laughs> I really feel like, I know I say this a lot, but I feel like we're this big Right Road family. And so for tonight, what I'm going to do for each of you whose name I share right now, 
If you send me a quick private message on our Right Road Kids Facebook page to let me know that you heard me share your shout out, you will receive a fun school supply grab bag. And keep in mind, you guys, that these are just a few of you amazing Right Road friends. I always like to honor and give a shout out to as many as I possibly can. I actually could share names for hours and hours and hours. We could do like an hour long show just on names, just on teacher listeners. You all are such a special part of my life and part of the Right Road family. But I had to pick only a handful tonight. So here we go. Tonight's uh, On the Right Road listener shout-outs. We've got Patty Campolongo from Fairfax Elementary in Fairfax, South Carolina. Heather Mock from Washington Accelerated Learning Elementary in Wichita, Kansas. Amanda Gladden from Bonneville Academy in Stansbury, Utah. Brandy Burrow from New Boston Middle School in New Boston, Texas. Mary Reed from Cleveland Pre-K through 6th in Dayton, Ohio. Sarah Shoemaker from East Oakview Elementary in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dan Rangel from Washington Elementary in Sunnyside, Washington. Karen Zechariah from St. William's School in Chicago, Illinois. Heather Irwin from Panorama Elementary in Santa Ana, California. Melissa Boyce from Building Blocks in Carthage, North Carolina. Karen Brown from Margaret Chase Smith School in Scohegan, Maine. Karen Filato from Mill Creek Elementary in Levittown, Pennsylvania. Jean Heese from Milwaukee Academy of Chinese Languages in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And Janet Garrett from Webster Middle School in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And a huge On the Right Road welcome to each and every one of you who are tuning in. As always, I'm so happy and honored that you're here with me. And guess what I'm going to kick things off with tonight, you guys? This evening's first On the Right Road giveaway. And as usual, we'll announce all of the recipients from all of tonight's giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. And you guys, make special note that we'll get all the gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipient teachers at their schools probably right after the holidays. Well, we might send some before, but I'm a little concerned that things might get lost in the mail or in, you know, when school offices are closed for those couple of weeks. So if you don't get it till after the holidays, and I'll keep you informed and I'll let you know for sure on tomorrow's recipient post, okay? And you guys, tonight... We've got almost $7,000 worth of giveaways between tonight's pre-show and the show's giving fund. So, yay! And one, one important note here, FYI, since we send out so many gift packs to teachers each week, we have just actually started a new Right Road mailing system. It's still with UP- USPS, the good old post office. But instead of handwriting each label as we have forever, which I have always loved, and Marcy, we've always loved handwriting personally each one of the labels, but because we're going to save a whole lot of money and then be able to reach that many more of you with gifts, the labels are now going to be computer generated. So if you see our Right Road Kids logo on a package, and of course we'll still include our fun, uplifting Right Road stickers on every one, know that it is indeed still from us, okay? We anticipate seeing an average of 10% plus in savings on mailing costs doing it this new way, which again will allow us to send that many more gifts to that many more of you, okay? It's all part of the plan to help and support as many of you and your students in classrooms and schools however we possibly can. So I just wanted to make note 
out of that tonight. And in case, uh, you know, you notice a Right Road package looking a little different when you receive it, it's still from us. (laughs) Just might have a little bit different look on the outside. So here's tonight's first on the Right Road giveaway. And I hope all of the goodies tonight just will bring you a whole bunch of happiness to your day and to your lives, okay? So this first one is open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. And first, I want to make sure, especially for those of you new to On the Right Road, I want to make sure to mention tonight's code word, which is the word happiness. I thought that would be the perfect code word for tonight. So what you're going to do is... Go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Have it up on your phone, your computer, your iPad, whatever you're on. And and don't just wait for it to come through on your newsfeed. Actually go to the Right Road Kids Facebook page, okay? And then as soon as I share each one, Marcy's going to pop it right up and you'll see it right there. This first one isn't there yet because I haven't shared all the details, but... In addition to the simple offer details that will be right there in the Facebook post, make sure that you also type in tonight's code word, happiness, okay, on each giveaway that you enter because that lets us know that you're officially listening and it officially enters you, okay? So I hope that makes sense. So this this first giveaway tonight is something that I think is so cool, you guys. For me... A big part of happiness is being able to see and experience the world. So I've got seven of the coolest, most beautiful desktop globe tape dispensers. Each one is valued at more than $20. And I love these. They're such good quality. And (laughs) this might sound kind of crazy, but when I look at them, I get inspired. They make me feel happy. Like I can just go anywhere and do anything I set my mind to. And I want kids to feel that special happiness and teachers to feel that special happiness and possibility for your lives too. Plus, you guys, since the Target gift cards are on sale today at Target, (laughs) I'm going to add a bonus $25 Target gift card drawing. So... There will be eight teacher recipients for this giveaway, and each will receive one of the awesome globe tape dispensers with scotch tape or the $25 Target gift card, okay? So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post, and remember to type tonight's code word HAPPINESS as part of your entry comment because that will officially enter you, okay? So, Marcy, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the eight recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Tons of thanks to Nair. Yay! We love Nair. And the Southern California DCH, Toyota, Lexus, Honda, Ford, and Audi car dealerships. And so many of the DCH dealership support organizations like Mannheim, ICC Dealer Services, and Carfax for helping to make this giveaway possible. And you guys know this is just the first of the fantastic giveaways I'll have throughout the whole show tonight that I think just will bring you a whole lot of happiness and smiles to your lives and to your students' lives. So keep that Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready. And just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, December 2nd tonight. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that. Okay, so now, you guys, I am so happy, that's the word of the day, to introduce you all to my wonderful guest this evening. His name is Paul Krismer, sought-after public speaker, best-selling author, and inspirational leader, 
Paul is the chief happiness officer, I love that, and founder of the Happiness Experts Company. For 20 years, he has served in senior management roles and as a certified executive coach, helping countless people reach greater success and happiness in their lives. He's based in Canada and is an inspiration to people around the globe through all of his wonderful work, including his best-selling book, Whole Person Happiness, How to Be Well in Body, Mind, and Spirit. And I am so excited and happy <laughs> to welcome happiness expert Paul Krismer to On the Right Road. Welcome, Paul. Yeah, thank you very much, Paula. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm, I'm so excited about everything that we're going to talk about tonight. And so if it's okay, I'm just going to dive right in. Let's start kind of in square one. I would love to know from your perspective... What is the definition of happiness to you? Well, everything I'm going to talk about tonight is well-founded in positive psychology research. And so researchers use a definition that, frankly, is not very user-friendly. They say it's the experience of subjective well-being, so how you feel. And if you feel well, then they say you're happy, and if you say otherwise, you're not. But a much more practical and useful definition is one that simply says that the term happiness references an umbrella of positive emotions that we'd all know about. Joy, gratitude, interest, hope, uh, inspiration, amusement, love is another good one. So all the words that we typically think, oh yeah, those are happy emotions, well that's what I mean by happiness. Cool. So it's not just necessarily one thing. It can be several things, and we can ha- feel happiness in different ways. I love that. Well, now here's a question that I've kind of always wondered, because everybody's got different personalities. Everybody's got different uh, kind of approaches to life. Is how happy a person is based on any way, on, you know, on genetics? Is there kind of a happiness predisposition factor at play in our lives? Does that make sense? Yeah, and, and there is, in fact, a happiness predisposition. We usually know it from the research on the opposite end of the emotional continuum, that we know that depression and anxiety tend to be things that are certain genetic heritage, are, you're more prone to it. Okay. Similarly, people who um, are, are happier, they probably have a, a higher propensity genetically to be that way. But your genetics are by no means the whole story. We have a lot of control over where we sit on that continuum from sad to happy. Right. Well, and that's what I want to talk about tonight because I, like, I had one friend. She she passed away. She was one of my best friends, and she, I would say, she was the happiest person I ever met in my life. And you knew something was genetically there. At least that's what I always felt. And then you see the whole other end of the spectrum, like you said, with depression. So I'm really excited to look at this for everyone. Because I think we all, well, and here's another related question in thinking about all this. I don't think it's realistic for people to be happy all the time, right, in general. Is it okay and natural and healthy for us to be sad sometimes? I, I, I think, in fact, it would be kind of distressing to know people who never had negative emotions. They would somehow lose their true humanity. Uh, our, right. our negative emotional experiences are every bit as much a part of us as our as our positive experiences, um, and, and in our society right now where we're somewhat obsessed, there's a lot of discussion about being happy, I'm afraid that a lot of the kind of pop psychologies that's out there doesn't allow and doesn't accept people's negative emotions, and I think that's 
clearly a mistake. Right. We all have them, and we need to be able to embrace them when those moments in our lives call for it. You know, so you talked talk about losing a friend, and obviously we'd want you to to feel that sadness deeply, and and um, to be without it would be to be less human somehow. Well, and I think that if you, how can I say this? I think going through the valleys helps you appreciate and understand and feel the true, true joy of the happy times. And if you never had those challenging emotions, I think it's part of an important, like you said, an important part of feeling human. And, and I think it's what we do with those feelings to guide us back to our happiness and our overall joy-filled life. So now here's another really, really important question for today's world. Why does it seem, and, and I think this is a fact, I don't think it's just something that I'm, making up or that we're all like feeling, uh, I, I think this is real. Why does it seem that society and people in general are growing less and less happy over the years of this whole past generation or so? Is it part, you know, technology and the growing impersonalness of life? What is happening in our world? Well, first of all, Paula, you're not making it up. There, It, it is a fact. By Based on a number of different measures, we can say that decade after decade, and particularly in the United States, which is maybe where most of the research has taken place, um, society is becoming less happy. And so from the 1950s, basically through to today, every time we measure, the society as a whole is a little less happy. And there's a number of reasons. They're all speculative to a degree, but they make a lot of sense. And one of the number one issues is a sense of social isolation. You can imagine... You know, in the 50s, more people were living in rural areas than urban areas, and even those who were in urban areas, we had big social networks. People were involved in uh, community organizations. Generally speaking, our families were nearby, whereas, you know, today we can be spread all over uh, the country and, frankly, around the world. And so that sense of socialization, isolation is a big, big part of the picture, and it's particularly true for men. But it's, it's problematic for both genders. Well, so now, uh, so knowing that, and I think it goes kind of almost without saying that we all know that's happening. You know, with social media and technology, and like you just said, the, 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 the impersonalness of things, what do we do? What are, you know, what are the two or three key factors that can lead someone to living a happy, joy-filled life with all of this in mind? This is the reality of what we're facing now. What do we do? Well, before I get to that question, let me go back to the, the, the problem itself, because the problems by describing them almost tell the answer. And so along okay. with social isolation, another big, big issue in today's society is consumerism. There's lots of research showing that the more materialistic someone's values are, the less likely they'll be satisfied in their lives. Because there's, there's no competing with the, the, the sheer volume of great things that we could have in our lives, and few, if any, people can acquire them all. And yet if that's our a drive in us, we're always going to find our life falls short of our ideal. Right. And so consumerism, along with social isolation, is a big issue. Um, and there's also very little balance in our lives, um, especially those of us who are in big urban centers. We commute long distances, we work long days, and then we get home and we're busy with our families. And no wonder we're socially isolated. And no wonder we want to 
you know, buy a treat that will perk us up and make us feel happy. Um, right. It's simply that we're not getting enough of breathing and being. We're just so busy doing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That totally makes sense. So I think what you're saying is that we have to make it a point in our lives to make life more personal. And think when, you know, if we go out and buy something because, oh, now I have that instant gratification or that little boost of a smile, it's almost like a fake smile. It's not a, it's not real happiness. It's like we're trying to put a Band-Aid on the problem. So I think we each have to stop in our lives and make time for that personal time with people. Instead of going out and buying somebody, call a friend, you know, have that oh, well, social okay. interaction, Right. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, and, 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 and you know, oh, we go ahead. get fooled so often. Yes, it's the opposite. Um, you know, I remember when buying my last car, which was a pretty, you know, I, for me, by my standards, it was a pretty fancy car, black leather seats and a fancy stereo. And I was, drove it home and was super proud and put my two sons in the back seat and said, "Boys, you know, in this car we won't be eating." You know, and I just, I just sensed that the car was going to give me a whole lot of satisfaction. And it was probably Paula only a couple of days later that I was zipping out of my front door in a hurry to get to a meeting downtown, jumped in the car, drove to my client, and the same emotional experience was felt in that car, in the old, econo, rusty car that I had just gotten rid of. And so material things tend to give us very brief flashes of happiness. And exactly to your point, the research is very clear that when we buy experiences, we tend to get much more life satisfaction from them. So well, having a coffee with a friend, going on yes. a hike, those kinds of things where you can buy an experiential thing that we often share with others, um, it's far more rewarding. Spend our money there. Well, and a friend just posted a picture and message this past week, I think it was on Facebook, um, about his recent visit to a less fortunate country. He, you know, he shared that he saw men doing back-breaking work, you know, literally hauling their body weight in like brush and weeds, making 25 bucks a day at most for like 10 hours of this crazy back-breaking manual labor that not many of us could do for 15 minutes, let's face it. And he noticed how happy they were. He made note, you know, of that old adage that less is more, like you shared, in terms of like fostering happiness. It, it just, it totally makes sense, everything that you're saying. And it's so interesting that I just saw this gentleman post that because it's like bells are going off in my mind. This is so awesome. So, Paul, what are your two or three top tips for, you know, all of our amazing listeners in terms of helping us all truly live in happiness? In addition to what you just shared about, you know, making those personal connections, calling somebody for a, a cup of coffee, calling a friend instead of going out and buying something, what what else? What are, you know, maybe two other things that people can do to find their happiness? Sure. Well, maybe I'll save little specific tips for later, but let's say big, big picture, Paula. There are basically yes. three ways that we can experience happiness. And okay. The first one is sensory pleasures. So it's the taste of coffee. It's the smell of the flower. It's, um, it's the soft feel of a silk pillowcase. Those sensory pleasures are tremendous. And beautiful music. You know, you can put on a song. I did it today. Went for a walk this, this afternoon with my, my dog and had some really great music playing in my earbuds. And I, it lifted my spirit. Now, the trick about sensory yes. pleasures, though, is they tend not to be big and lasting. You know, you, you eat chocolate cheesecake, and the first slice is amazing, but if someone made you eat a second and a third slice, well, it wouldn't make you happy anymore. So right. very short-term 
pleasure is a great source of happiness, and um, we should all, in moderation, use that as a, as a tool. But yes, here's the big okay. one. The big ones when we're talking about life are really more about engagement and meaning. And so engagement, by that, I simply mean when we're feeling kind of in the zone, uh, that we've got a sense of flow. And that's our activities. And if your listenership is mostly teachers. And I'll, I expect that the vast majority of your listeners, when they are in front of a classroom with very um, attentive children and they're, and they're teaching some point, they feel that they're in their element. They've risen to the challenge of communicating a complex topic to these children and they're in the state of flow, and, and they wouldn't think in that moment, oh, I'm happy, because they're so focused on what they're teaching. But right. when the class is over and there's a little break, you go, ah, what a great moment that was. And that's what engagement's all about. It's being in the activities that best suit our strengths. And when we're in our areas of strengths and genuinely meeting the challenge, fully focused, putting aside all the other concerns in the world, we're not contemplating our shopping list, or we're not thinking about... Um, the quarrel we were in with our spouse the day before, we're just in that zone, doing that thing that draws our right. out. When it's done, we're ecstatic. It's the best feeling ever. Well, so and here's something, here's something related to that. If you yeah. find that 95% of your day, you, you are not feeling that engagement in what you're doing. Something is off in your life, maybe. Maybe you need to make a life change. Maybe you need to make a career change. Maybe you just need to um, move to a different school location, for example, if you're a teacher. And I'm not saying you're jumping ship. That's not it. It's listening to your own inner happiness. I love this. This totally makes sense to me. Is that yeah, right? It's very insightful. It's very insightful. It's exactly what I end up working with most of the clients who come to work with me one-on-one is that they're in some area of their life where they feel stuck. And with a little bit of um, digging, we can figure out what their best strengths are in life. And then they say, are you utilizing those? And if they're not, then they have one of two choices. Change your job or change the way you do your job. But you have to get into the place where you find yourself in the zone. And that varies from person to person. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Well, now your book, Whole Person. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, so that's one big, big area. We've got pleasure, we've got engagement. Yes. And pleasure is instant. Engagement is through the course of hours in a day. And then the third major oh, area okay. to grow happiness is in meaning and purpose. And when we know that we're on track for some important goal that's maybe going to span a year or five years or maybe decades of our lives, then we have to feel like the things that we do in our lives on a week-to-week basis, are actually in service to those values. And again, speaking to your listenership, if you have somebody whose greatest value is uh, adventure, and and they'd much sooner be climbing mountains or skiing down hills than in a classroom with students, we may have an unaligned set of values with their activities. Whereas, I I expect again for your listenership, most of them are wanting to give up their heart and help the next generation be successful. And so when they go to work, they need to be tuned into this is why they're there. They're doing this service because it's true to their greatest value. Oh, my gosh, I love this. This uh, this just totally makes sense. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I want to make sure that we have plenty of time to talk about your book. Uh, It's called, again, it's called Whole Person Happiness, How to Be Well in Body, Mind, and Spirit, and it is wonderful from the second I picked it up 
it helped me clearly understand so many things about happiness in my own life. Uh, and uh, so before we before we dive into the bajillion questions I have about it, stay with me, Paul, okay? Because we have so much more to talk about. And uh, But right now, I have another awesome giveaway for all of you amazing educators out there. And this one is in your honor, Paul. So this one, you guys, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have, this needs a big drum roll, I have four of Paul's awesome book, Whole Person Happiness, How to Be Well in Body, Mind, and Spirit, and I have four $20 Amazon gift cards, so four more of you can buy one. So there will be eight recipients, and each one will receive either one of Paul's wonderful books or an Amazon gift card to buy one. And I cannot say enough about this book. It has helped me tremendously, especially after the recent tragedies in California, which honestly sort of had me in a funk. Uh, Paul's book is just, it's a must read for everyone. Absolutely. This is a top 10 book in my life. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. And remember, you guys, to include tonight's code word happiness as part of your entry comment. Even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaway, type that code word happiness in because that officially enters you in addition to the giveaway details in the post, okay? So, Marcy, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the eight recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. And great big thanks to Paul for donating the four copies of his book and to Lori Stinas and our Keller Williams real estate team and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her wonderful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this special giveaway possible. Now, I really want to dive into, you know, more of your book, Paul, and the wealth of information overflowing from it. So here we go. Happiness can't truly just be found in one area of our lives. As I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm understanding here is that whole person happiness, which is the focus of your book, requires finding balance between three essential domains. You call them domains in our lives, body, mind, and spirit. And I think when somebody is unhappy, thinking about all of this can actually be overwhelming. And that can work in the opposite way in terms of finding happiness. So to break it down, I saw you quoted in your book that Henry Ford said nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs. How can this idea of small steps apply in helping someone find that whole person happiness? No, it's a great question. You know, one of the interesting things is is that people often do feel overwhelmed and, and therefore they're unhappy, they're discouraged, maybe depressed, and thinking, how am I going to make my life better? And the question itself it can be all-consuming because it looks yes. like some massive change needs to take place. And what my book attempts to do is categorize the three major domains in our lives, body, mind, and spirit, and say, look to areas that are, are working well and maybe fine-tune that a little bit so you just get a little bit more pumped up and perked and energized right. because one part of your life is now finely tuned. And bit by bit, pick other little elements of your life. So, for example, when it comes to mind, Maybe it's um, some decision-making processes that you're facing in your life, uh, uh, moving to a new house, buying a car. Sometimes people can get completely stuck in those yes. kinds of decisions. And if you learn a few skills about good, solid, 
constructive thinking, then you're going to find that that part of your life moves more smoothly. And, and we could go on and on about examples. When it comes to your spiritual life, are you getting any time in nature? If there's the answer is no to that, well, make baby steps to move a little bit further into getting balance in that part of your life. And when we're spiritually richer, then we're mentally and physically richer. And when we're physically richer, then we're going to be mentally and spiritually richer. And so there's no isolating one area of your life and saying, well, I invest all my time and energy there and really nail that one. Then life's going to be okay. It, it simply doesn't work. Well, and, I, and we, we all know it. Right. And here's a thing for teachers. I think, and I know what this is like too, because you love your work so much and you want to give, you know, you want to give the world to your students. And sometimes we get stuck in that one area of our life and we neglect other areas. And that's where things can break down. I, I remember in your book, you, you compared, and this is a kind of a strange example, but it totally makes sense. You talked about an addict, that the addict has is only focusing on that part of their life and in order to be happy in order to be you know excited at that moment they have to have their fix so to speak so if we're just focusing on that one and we're neglecting the other two domains whether it be body mind or spirit we cannot have that whole person happiness so it's finding those baby steps to eventually find the balance between all three is that right am i defining that correctly Exceptionally well. Thank you so much, Paula. You, you obviously have read the book. Well done. I oh, I, 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 I can't tell you, you guys, you have to get this book. It just totally, it totally makes sense and it totally helps you find your happiness. So now another thing that you share in your book, Paul, and you, you mentioned this earlier tonight as well, but I want to dive a little deeper into it, is that if one or more of 10 particular positive emotions are present in a, person, a person's life, and you mentioned some of them before, the 10 emotions are joy, serenity, interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, love, and gratitude. And again, this totally makes sense to me, but here's the big question. Is it a big combination of these positive emotion, you know, emotions that leads to true deep happiness, or can one happy emotion at a time suffice? Can that work to bring us day-to-day happiness? Do you know what I mean? Do all 10 of those need yeah. to be present all the time? Clearly, they can't all be present all the time. And as we discussed at the beginning, sometimes negative emotions will predominate. Right, And one of the interesting things about these tenant words is that I think with all the talk about happiness now, sometimes people feel this pressure that happiness should feel and look a certain way. You know, like um, somebody skipping through a a buttercup meadow with this giant grin from ear to ear on their face, and and that defines happiness. I don't know if it's absolutely not. For some people, some of the time, you may get that. But for, if you take me, for example, I find that interest is one of my easiest ways to access happiness. I'm very curious by nature. I read and read and read and love to learn. And so when I'm reading a great book, I'm getting tremendous happiness from that source. And those 10 emotions that you just described, Paula, if people can say, oh, gosh, I realize that I get ready access to happiness through some of those emotions more than others, then that's fabulous. Go and be happy that way. I, there's no qualifying that someone else's experience of happiness is I'm somehow worse than mine or vice versa. Uh, if amusement, if your sense of humor is your avenue, or if hope and inspiration are your things, then um, lean into those emotions because that may be where you'll most readily experience happiness. <laughs> 
Well, and this is a key. What we're talking about right here is a key. Because if you're having a bad day, if you're feeling, if you're stuck in that depression, taking a look at these 10 things and just saying, okay, like you said, what's one area here that I can right now do something, one baby little step, and that can immediately get you out of your funk. And then you can move forward. When you're in that funk, it's like you're stuck in cement. Oh, my God. This just, just total. I keep saying this, but it totally makes sense. This is the key to, to getting on the happy train when you really need it is find one of those things, take a little baby step, and you will immediately. It, we, can, we all know what it's like. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Okay. So here's, a, here's another biggie. I get so excited. Here's another biggie. Because like I just said, um, you know, we had the fires here in Southern California. We had the shooting here in the Thousand Oaks. There was an earthquake in Alaska a couple of days ago. So very briefly, Paul, and I, we could spend a whole show on this, but we don't have time to. But I really want to touch upon this. What are some real tips, maybe the most important tip for people to continue to live in happiness when tragedy strikes? I, I love that question. And it's so honoring of our whole human experience. And, and I think the yes. biggest tip I can give, which may seem a little uh, counterintuitive, is to actually be okay with your negative emotions. If it's, you know, you talked about some of the tragedies that have been um, uh, captivating the, the, the world's attention, frankly, with the wildfires and other things going on in your country. Um, to not spend some time with the fears or sadness or um, despair that comes up with some of these things is to ignore reality. And so I sometimes describe it this way, which is maybe a bit colorful, but, you know, negative emotions are going to come and bite us on the rear end. And, and they're there. And if we're, we're afraid of something and it's biting us in the rear end and we're kind of just padding away and, and trying to ignore it and say, no, no, I'm going to go and do this, I'm going to go do that, I'm going to ignore that emotion eventually that thing is going to tear us down and tackle us. And then we're right. really going to be out of sorts. So right. we can instead say, you don't have to bite me to get my attention. If I feel sadness arising within me, uh, there was a beautiful Buddhist monk who described it this way. He said, if I feel sadness uh, arising within me, I want to invite it in the front door and sit it down and have tea with it and say, here's <sighs> my sadness. Um, what have you got to tell me? I- I'm here to listen I don't want to hear everything you have to say. And then sadness will speak. It'll talk about what it's going on for you in that area of your life. And when it's finished speaking, on its own accord, it'll find the front door and walk out again. Oh, my and gosh. that's very different than if we run away and run away and run away and wait till we're tackled and then sadness will scream at us for a while. Does that make that sense? That is... It totally makes sense. And again, then once once the sadness says goodbye, you know, thank you for listening to me, you can, again, to get out of your funk if you're in it, you can look at one of those 10 things we just talked about and take a little step towards one of those. Oh, this is so perfect. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so here's another biggie. What is your best advice for our wonderful Right Road teacher friends listening in helping their students find happiness? Because Okay, now we're talking about addressing all of this for ourselves. How do we help our students and our children as, as teachers and parents? How do we help them learn all of this? I love the question, Paul, and it's, a, it's an area of some passion for me to figure out how to get these messages through two children, and obviously that's through teachers, two children. And I, I guess I'd say a couple things. For young children, 
Certain things are very accessible to them that they can learn as lifelong habits, um, and they're so open to it when they're very young. So elementary school children, teach them gratitude practices. You know, every day maybe a kid has to write something on a piece of paper and put it in a jar about what went well today at school. Or they might be sharing exercises that the same as show and tell and said it would be telling a highlight story from the weekend or that kind of thing where kids are practicing out loud, sharing moments of happiness in their lives. And not only do they then experience the happiness as they share it, but they're learning a habit of being able to search in their lives for the things that made them feel good and sharing that as a way of kind of training their brain to find the good. Yes. So that's, and the other thing that young kids can learn, and they're super more capable of learning it than us adults who start late, is mindfulness habits. Uh, how to be yes. more present with what's happening right here in the moment. And if we actually teach children those habits, that way of thinking, um, gosh, what a gift for life it would be. This this yep. is, oh my, that, here's another reason you have to get his book, you guys, because I think that if we understand all of these things that we've been talking about tonight, it helps us do those little things with our children where they can lead themselves on to, and we can help guide them onto that path of a joy-filled, happy life. This just totally all makes sense tonight. So, Paul, I, I just I wish we could go on for another three hours, but is there a final message you'd like to share with all of our wonderful Right Road teachers and other friends listening tonight? Maybe just this. The goal is not to be happy per se, because as soon as I say, you know, gee, Paul, are you happy? you'll probably pause and go, well, you know, I wish the, the dog hadn't gotten sick, or I, I wish that the car didn't have that little noise in it. And we find the things in our lives that make us less happy. So when we evaluate the question, are you happy, or are, am I happy, we tend to find the things that are not right in our lives. Interesting. The question is, am I on a path to greater happiness? Am I getting happier? And if we set that as a goal and maybe not on a day-to-day basis, but on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, and say, am I learning the skills of happiness? Then, yes, my life is growing happier on the whole. And it's, it's a journey. There's not a destination. No one will land in a place called happy and then stay there forever. But the, the journey is to be happier all the time and learn those skills. So there it is. Well, what I've got. And I like <laughs> that. And if, and, if you've, and if your answer is, no, I'm not getting happier, that's when you need to really sit down and think about your life and how am I, through everything we talked about tonight, how am I going to bring that happiness and joy into my life through those baby steps one day at a time? I love this. So, Paul, I want to make sure people know how can they connect with you regarding your coaching, your workshops, to purchase your book, and, you know, and find all of your other wonderful available resources. I want to make sure they know how they can reach you. The probably easiest way is to direct them to my website. It's happinessexperts, plural. That's happinessexperts.ca. So I'm in Canada, so CA is our uh, big designation for the year. Yeah, yeah. So happinessexperts.ca. Awesome. Well, oh my gosh, Paul, thank you so much. I I just, gratitude is not a big enough word for, for how grateful I am that you are here this evening. I mean, what you've shared here tonight is going to forever bless all of us. And in your book, oh my gosh, I really, again, I encourage everyone to run out and get it. I am not getting paid to say this. Paul didn't even know that I read the whole thing, <laughs> but I, I just can't say enough about it. It is life-changing. So thank you so much, Paul. I'm so grateful. Tremendous pleasure. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And and I, you, as I always like to do, 
Thank you a million times over to all of our amazing On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Nair, Seatsack, the Southern California DCH, Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships, and of course their partner companies, and Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her extraordinary A Joy-Filled Life book. And you guys remember, big reminder here to mark your calendars for Sunday, January 13th. That's our next live on the Right Road show date. Again, that's Sunday, January 13th. I'm not sure how I'm going to wait until after the new year, (laughs) but you know that I'll make it worth the wait for you guys. It's going to be another extraordinary show. And I have a big bonus giveaway for you all tonight. So this is in addition to the third Facebook giveaway that's also coming up, um, I believe, that creativity is such an important part of happiness. So I have three... 3M and Scotch craft kits from Nair. Each is valued at over $900 and includes a million kinds of craft tape, glue, and other awesome materials. There are 181 supplies in each gift package. It's a huge creative you know, addition to any classroom. And I also have added, because you guys are so awesome, two $500 school supply gift packages from Nair too. So this is to enter for all of this right ro- on the Right Road Giving Fund, the three craft kits and the two $500 school supply gifts. This is going to be one of our email give on the Right Road email giveaways. Okay. So all you're going to do is just email me at Hey Paula, the good old song. I'm dating myself, but remember that song, Hey Paula, H-E-Y-P-A-U-L-A, at rightroadkids.org. Again, that's Hey Paula at rightroadkids, R-I-G-H-T-R-O-A-D-K-I-D-S dot O-R-G, dot happiness in the subject line, and then include your name, school, city, and state. Just like you normally would do on Facebook, but put this in the email your name, school, city, and state in the body of the email by 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 Eastern this evening. That's it. And just like for the other giveaways, we'll draw the names after 7.30 tonight, and we'll announce it all the, the recipients tomorrow on our Right Road Kids Facebook page in the big announcement post from tonight, okay? So again, in case you missed it, just email me for the, for the three big uh, Scotchcraft kits and the two $500 school supply gift packages. Email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. Jot happiness, the code word for tonight, in the subject line. And then include your name, school, city, and state in the body of the email by 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 Eastern tonight, okay? And as I always like to do, I have a couple of nuggets that I'd like to share from my heart this evening that you can take with you into the week and into the rest of the school year. Number one, I believe, and we, we touched upon this tonight, but I believe a key component to happiness is people, human interaction in our lives. Everyone is different, of course. I mean, some people are introverts, some are extroverts, some need more interaction, some need more quiet time, but we all need people. We need each other. And I've really learned this in a whole new personal way over the last several months. Well, you know, and I, I question, should I share this? But I just, like Paul was saying, it's so important to be in tune with your feelings and to share them. So in my life, I want to share this tonight. My life has taken a turn with my frozen shoulder. 
I've not been able to do school programs in the way I always have been able to over the last couple of months. I'm having to revisit how to do a whole lot of things while it heals. And so I have not had as much face-to-face personal interaction with people over the last couple of months. I've been doing much more work from office and from home, and I've noticed a big hole in my life. Even though I tend to, you know, need a lot of creativity creative quiet time and personal space I'm one of those people that just needs my quiet time but I've noticed a void lately and I've realized it's personal interaction above everything else with the special people in our lives and our children and even people around us who are strangers we really need to be aware of others I I have a feeling that even with social media and the instant access we have to connectivity through technology that with all the impersonalness, as we talked about before, of of that technology, there are a lot of lonely people in the world. And that can lead to a whole lot of unhappiness. So we all need to remember to reach out to others, even if it seems like everything is fine in someone's life. You know, we need to listen beyond that, I'm fine answer, you know. You never know what someone else is really going through. People need people, and I think it's a key to our happiness factor in, in our lives and in the world that we need to get back to, each one of us individually and as a society as a whole. Number two, my second nugget for tonight is that we really need to realize that the grass is not greener. I saw a quote on Paul's website, or no, his Facebook page, um, a couple of days ago that said, the foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man grows it under his feet. I love that. I'm going to say it again. The foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man grows it under his feet. You know, we can spend so much time looking at other people's lives thinking they've got it made. But everyone has challenges, and I think one of the keys to happiness is finding it, you know, in each moment that we are here and breathing. Wherever we're standing at the moment in our lives, find that happiness. And, I, you know, I want to recommend a movie. My husband and I watched it last night. It was actually, it was a true story based on the life of one of the gentlemen who was hit in the Boston bombing five years or so ago. The movie is called Stronger. Jake Gyllenhaal starred in it and produced it. And he played the man who lost his legs in the bombing. And watch that movie. That's all I'm going to say. It's on like Netflix and I think Plex. And, and I don't know if it's, I don't think it's out in the theaters anymore. It's Again, it's called Stronger. Check that out, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Amazing movie for everything we're talking about tonight. And my third nugget for tonight is that we really need to root ourselves in gratitude. This has been a life changer for me. I feel like I've always, you know, really centered my life on this premise of gratitude. But with the recent shootings and the firestorms here in California, my frozen shoulder that's, again, going to take quite some time to heal, I really found myself, like I mentioned earlier, falling into this funk this last month. And I knew that I had to do something. I had to take some positive action or I was going to keep falling into the funk hole. (laughs) So I made it a point to be even more grateful than ever. Whenever I found myself feeling overwhelming sadness, I, I literally have stopped in my tracks, looked around and focused on something else to be thankful for it's been a game and life changer and in the most miraculous real honest way 
I believe that gratitude leads to mountains of happiness. And speaking of gratitude, you guys, in case, you know, in this case, gratitude for you and and all you do every day, teachers, I have Facebook giveaway number three for tonight. Remember, you guys, to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow afternoon for the long list of recipients from all of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast on the Right Road giveaways, okay? So this third giveaway tonight, our Facebook giveaway, is open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have seven beautiful just be you notepads these just make me happy (laughs) the message just be you is so key in finding happiness and i think this would be such a special addition to any educator's desk the teacher and the kids will see that just be you message every day you'll see how special they are you guys in the giveaway picture plus Again, since Target gift cards are on sale today, I'm going to add two $25 Target gift cards to this giveaway as well. So there will be nine teacher recipients, and each one will receive one of the awesome Just Be You notepads or a $25 Target gift card. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. And remember to include tonight's code word happiness as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's other giveaways entries, okay? Type happiness as part of your entry. That officially enters you, okay? So Marcy, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific. 10 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the nine recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Tons and tons of thanks to Nair, and I've got to give just a huge, huge shout out to Nair tonight. So many of our gifts tonight are from the amazing resource that Nair is. So if you have not yet signed up with them, teachers, it's free to sign up, uh, and they are a warehouse of, inf- uh, of supplies. They get them, they're a nonprofit and they get the overages from all the companies around the country um, and you get them for 95% off. It's just unbelievable. And we've partnered, we partner in so many different ways, but tonight they just went above and beyond even what they normally do for On the Right Road. So thank you, thank you a million times. Thank you to Nair. Also, thank you to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team and our dear Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her wonderful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this giveaway possible. You guys, I pray that this show has just filled your heart and your life with happiness. A million thanks to my amazing guest, Paul Krismer, for being just extraordinary this evening. Wasn't he awesome? Oh, my gosh. Thank you, of course, to Marcy for the wonderful behind-the-scenes support, as always, and to my awesome new engineer this evening, Aaron. Yay! Love you, Aaron. And thanks to the whole Voice America team. Thank you all so very much, all of you listening, for being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. And in case you missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it with friends and family, this episode will be available to listen to or download for free. And you know what I'm going to do, you guys? In case you missed, especially that bonus giveaway info, the email giveaway for the $900 classroom craft kits and the $500 Nair school supply gift packs, I'll actually post the link to this show 
on our Right Road Kids Facebook page within about a half hour after we wrap up here. So you can listen and get that info. If you know, if you didn't have a pencil and paper right at the time I was sharing it, okay? And watch for the click and listen giveaway for this episode. It'll be on our Right Road Kids Facebook page next weekend. Even if you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that giving fun. Remember that the next On the Right Road show will be live here on Voice America Empowerment on Sunday, January 13th. In between our On the Right Road uh, broadcast, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and via our website at rightroadkids.org. Hey, you guys, as I always like to close with, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, January 13th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing all of you and your kids a happy, joy-filled holiday season and life just filled with blessings and smiles. I love you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.